What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to the Couple on Fire podcast. On tonight's episode, we're going to talk about unlocking trust, the difference between privacy and secrecy. And when's that coming up? Right now. Thank you so much for joining us on the Couple on Fire podcast. This podcast is for couples, for marriages, and for families within the Christian community. We exist to help break the stigma that happens within the Christian community. We're talking about divorce, we're talking about addiction, and we're talking about so much more. We believe that all this is possible in this life strictly based on the power of Jesus Christ and his ability to restore us fully. Let's dive in. What is up, everybody? Welcome to today's show. You know, as we're sitting here and the intro's playing, Christy's like, you switch chairs with me. I have the one that has a loose arm. First off, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see that or hear that, but she's wiggling it. But she's saying that was my chair, and that's not my chair. Yeah. His chair had the loose arm no, on it. I don't have loose arm stuff. All the time. I don't have loose arm stuff. And it bothers like, him. That's not Something how I am. That bothers him. Yeah, so, so I'd fix it. For sure, he would have For switched. sure, it's not my chair. Just so everybody's clear Mine on that. Mine didn't have a loose arm. Well, it does now because your chair has a loose arm. Mine doesn't have that. We'll, so. see, ne- we'll see next week. Who has a loose arm? I'm the one that's up. So just so we're all clear on that, right? We're unlocking trust right now for next week. We're doing that. All right. Hey, if you're here and you're live, let us know that you are here and you are live down in the comments. Let us know. Let us know who you are and where you're from. And uh, we're going to get kicking this right off. Before we get started, though, before we do kick it off, do you have anything yes. other than loose arms you want to talk about? Yes, I do. Oh, so I have snap. something that has been bugging me in the back of my throat for days. And right before we got on here, Josh was taken a plastic knife and using it as a tongue depressor, <laughs> was. shining his flashlight in the back of my throat, and he found, he said, a little white dot back there. It's syphilis. And we think, <laughs> we think it's a tonsil stone and it's driving me <laughs> nuts. So if you've it's ever had tonsil stones, like how do you get rid of them? Like, what do you do about it? How do you not I've get I've never even it? heard of that before. Me neither. I'm sure it's like a calcium buildup. I don't know, but I have calcium. been taking gum, people, <laughs> and chewing it up so it's nice and soft and wrapping it around my finger and like digging my finger <laughs> down in there because I thought, <laughs> thought a little piece of food was stuck in the pocket of my mouth. Mm. It's, for days it's not it's syphilis it's well it we, should have popped figured it out thing by now we figured it, you know, i don't know it's super little like it's extremely well, it doesn't small. feel little every time i swallow well no but imagine not you're not used to having white raised bumps inside your throat so anyway is that it yeah <laughs> that's a that's a wonderful that's one of my favorite faces she's ever made <laughs> super fun if you're listening and not watching, you're lucky, you're welcome that you're not watching that. All right, so unlocking trust, right? Let's talk about privacy versus secrecy. That's really what we want to talk about getting into today's show. You know, it's Christy, I want you to tell a little bit of story about that, about how yeah. we even came across that. Tell, yeah. the, tell the story. I will tell the story. Here we go. It. So as many of you know, Josh and I are marriage coaches. <sighs> so we coach couples. We do like little jumpstart programs, all this stuff. So on TikTok, we follow some other marriage coaches and stuff. It's fun. It's We like that content, right? Mm-hmm. And this one uh, TikTok that I came across, this guy was talking about the age old questions in relationships like, um, should you have access to your partner's phone or not? So he is a therapist. Aww. Hi, Can Carrie. I watch podcast? Hi, friends. We want to have you guys on the show, actually. We, yes. were, we were talking about that. Yep. Carrie and Rob, sorry about my story really quick, people. 
Um, we want to have you guys on the show because you also completed and finished our couples journal too and loved it. And so we'd love to have you guys on the show to talk about your yeah, I gotta send marriage them some dates. and about the journal, all the stuff. Yep. So thank you for being super fans. Um, but we were listening to this TikTok and uh I was listening to the TikTok and this guy was saying, you know, he was doing marriage counseling with these people and the woman jokingly, they had been together for like 15 years jokingly was like, Oh yeah, let me see your phone. And like, seriously, no big deal. And he got very serious and was like, no. And then it kind of disturbed her and was like, no, like I seriously want to see it now. And he's like, no, you can't. And wouldn't <laughs> give her the passcode or anything. And lo and behold, ended up getting in there and seeing that he was cheating on her. Right. And so this guy was saying in, when you're in a marriage, there's a difference between privacy and secrecy. And a lot of times if someone is hiding their phone from you, they're trying to say, well, that's my privacy. I have privacy. And that isn't the case in marriages. Cause what was on that phone affected her life too. And especially if you're in a marriage, secrecy is completely different than privacy. And so that's where this came from. Cause Josh and I was telling Josh about it, had him watch it. And of course we started getting in conversations about it. Like, yeah, that's true. There's a lot of people that want to keep their laptop, you know, password separate. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about a lot of that stuff on our podcast before, but I really liked the privacy secrecy. Yeah, so do I. And I think, you know, it's you have to understand like the big difference between privacy and secrecy. So privacy is something, you know, what That's it says, what we're going to talk about. It is. Okay, yeah. So you want to dive in before we kind of explain what it is? Yeah, I guess. No, yeah, I guess. Can. No, I guess the points will kind of explain it, explain themselves. I guess I was going to give a definition. No, go ahead. Get, give a definition of it first. So let's just jump right in, right? So we're going to talk about what the, what the very first point is, what is actually the role of privacy? What is the role of privacy? Oh, you want me to go? I thought you were going to get the explanation. Well, no, go ahead. I mean, we'll just stay oh, in the same format Lord, we always throwing do. throwing off the groove now. Throwing oh. off the groove. I, I always mention it and you always start. <laughs> so tell everybody, what is privacy? What's that? What is it? So privacy to me is like, I don't want him in the bathroom when I'm pooping. Right? So that's privacy. Did you she, expect me to say that? She Yes, but she can have that <laughs> privacy. She's welcome to have that. No, and it could be like, I journal. So it's not that Josh doesn't have access to that, but it's okay to have like, part of your personal growth is a private journaling thing that we I journal about our life and our day and things like that. So I, I would think that having a private journal diary or whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. going to the bathroom, um, things like that. That's what it means to me. Yeah. Privacy is like private personal things, right? So we, it's real easy for us to gray that area though and say, well, my phone is a private area. Number one, uh, my wife isn't going to have a problem if I do read her diary, right? You're not going to have some type of problem like reading your diary other than that is something that's just personal, correct? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to have a problem, right? And that's a privacy thing, right? Am I going to have a problem if my wife comes into the bathroom when I'm using the bathroom? Not per se, no. You know, I'm not going to have a but that is a private time, right? We get to have some of those times of privacy to ourselves. And I think it's important that we understand there is a, there's a role of privacy when it comes to those things, right? So privacy can contribute to a health sense of a healthy sense of, of self actually, and individuality within our marriage itself. We're not trying to remove our roles into as an individual within our marriage when we're talking about privacy and secrecy. And I think a lot of times what it is, is people in marriages want to say, well, you know, if I don't have any type of privacy, then, you know, I don't have, I'm not me. I don't get to be me. Mm -hmm. 
but 90% of the time, that's a secrecy item, which we're going to jump into in the next. But I think it's important that we understand when it comes to privacy is private times are about personal things, not about things that are going to impact or affect your marriage. What you looking for, girl? I was looking for her comment, and that's not on here. Oh, probably did it in our group. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. We're streaming on YouTube on three different places on Facebook, oh. so you're going to have a hard time finding all of it. Yeah, I just wanted to comment back to her, like oh. make a comment, and I couldn't find it, and it was annoying me. But, but you're right. It's in our group. It's in our group. Yep. Okay. Go okay. ahead. I'm done. It's your oh. turn. It's my turn. It's your turn. So I would like to know what you guys think about that, though. Like, we're just starting out. What is the role of privacy in your relationship? What do you guys feel is healthy about privacy, a healthy privacy? There's some things that obviously we're not going to think of that should be private. Like, people are entitled to have their private times, like their private meditation time, private prayer time, things like that. I think has someone having like, hey, in the morning time, I get up at five o'clock in the morning. I enjoy having that private prayer time and devotional time. I wouldn't want Josh out there doing that with me at the time. That's like my private time with Jesus, you know? So I think that's a time that you could talk about. Mm -hmm. It is. It's an alone time is private time. Yeah. You know, maybe I want to go for a walk by myself and I shouldn't have to feel <gasps> guilty. Right. Shouldn't I feel guilty about doing that? What if I wanted to do that? What if that what if that is private time that maybe I need to unwind with my own thoughts and my own feelings? And then your spouse says, see, so she's trying to violate my privacy. That's <laughs> what that is. And I think it is important. This is why communication within your marriage is so important. Is we you typically have one spouse that says, I'm an open book. Here's everything. Like yeah, here I'm an open book. Here's everything. Here's who I am. And then you have another spouse that says, no, I have all these private things. I'm private. I have a private checking account. I have, you know, private email accounts that, you know, you don't need to be part of that stuff. That's none of your business. And that really tips toe into the area of secrecy. So I think it's understanding where the role of privacy plays in your own individual marriage. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's got to be discussed, like Christy said, between you and your spouse. I agree. Right. And agreed upon. But have these conversations. Josh and I have done a whole nother episode about um, conversations that we forget forget to have it's like especially in, when you get are getting married again it's like you've already been married once you kind of just feel like everybody is the same when it comes to husband wife thing and you don't think to have these conversations of what do you consider private and what do you consider secret what's our marriage going to be like when it comes to these things i would have that conversation yeah i think you have to have those conversations i think it's important all right so the second thing is let's talk about the impact of secrecy in your marriage well, I think for me personally, if there, if I found out that I couldn't have access to something or you were hiding something, that's really what it comes across as like your spouse does not have access to something that you're hiding. So I don't think it's the importance of the person wants access to it. It's the fact that you're hiding something. And as soon as that comes out, that something's being hidden it affects trust in the marriage. And then that person feels like, well, what else are you lying about or keeping from me? Or that's the impact that it has on marriages. As soon as your trust starts to erode away, there's, I mean, there's not much after that. Yeah. I want to know anybody that's watching right now, opinion on having your spouse have GPS location of you at all times. Like, <gasps> how do you feel about that? Right. Ooh. Do you think that it's a big deal or not a big deal? Do you oh. feel like that's an evasion invasion of privacy or do you believe that's a more of a secrecy item because i'm really curious about how people feel about that in our marriage personally uh we believe in 
wherever we are, the other, I, we want the other person to know where we are at all Agreed. times, yeah. right? And the reasoning that we have that and the reasoning we we put behind that is because we care more about building trust than testing trust within Ooh, our marriage. I like that. That's right? a quote. Right. But it is true though, right? We're not, we're not constantly trying to test each other when it comes to trusting each other. We're care more about just building it up. And if Christy wants to like question me, like where I was today, she would a long time ago, even though she could track me, she asked me, why were you here? Why were you over here anymore? It's like, she doesn't ask anymore. I am look. <laughs> well, she may not even look right, but she may look right. She may instead of, and even our kids do that. Now our kids have access to our locations and they were like, we were wondering where you guys were, but we just checked it out and you guys were out to eat, you know, or whatever. It's like, you know, we don't care. Like that's not a privacy item. We're like, oh my gosh, you're invading my privacy. My wife is checking in on me where my location is because she doesn't trust me. That should be her problem. It's not, it's not her problem. We care more about building the trust up in our marriage. So I'm just curious if anybody has a comment on that, let us know what you think or feel. And even on the replay of this later on, let us know in the comments, you know, GPS wise, are you comfortable with your spouse knowing your GPS or do you think that's a privacy item? Yeah, I'd be curious. Yeah. I'd be curious. What like, about why? phone codes? Right. What about email passwords? You know, what about, uh, so Christy and I've been together for 13 years. Yeah. Right. And anytime Christy feel, I feel like Christy is in a position to where she's, something's going on and she's not trusting me. I have zero problem handing her my phone, which she could take at any time, but I have no problem handing her my phone and yeah. say, here, just look through it. Take as much time as you want. And I don't mean that in a sense like I'm challenging her or I'm testing her to see if she will do it or not do it. I want her to do it. And the reason why I want her to do it is because I want her to trust me. Just look and get her over with. Just do so it you up. Can see that yes, again, yeah. be reassured. I care more about you being reassured, right? And so I don't mind. Like, I don't mind at any time. I don't worry about at nighttime if she woke up in the middle of the night wanted to go through my phone. If I saw her sit on the, on the floor going through my phone, I'd be more concerned about her losing sleep than about digging through my phone, right? Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. I encourage it, right? Yeah. And in the beginning, so I encourage couples to have that type of... Um, here, I got it right here. This is cool. Good. GPS location on your spouse, to me, feels controlling. Unless we have talked about it, and the reasons why. Rob and I are good at communicating where we are going, who we are with. It's all about communication to me. Yep. I have no problem sharing things with my husband, any info he wants to know. See, and this is good, right? To to them and their relationship, it feels like it's a controlling thing. Yeah. Right? We don't feel that way. Right. We, we don't feel that and way. And if they both, if you both feel that way in your relationship and what you're doing works for you, yeah. that's awesome. That's exactly right. This is why we ask these questions because yeah. everybody's relationship is different. And I want to know, do you guys feel like it is an invasion of privacy, which Carrie is saying, yeah, I think, you know, this feels more controlling, which is more of an invasion of privacy Yeah, is what that is. And you and guys are good at communicating where you are. Is having a good communication yes. style with your spouse within your marriage that you both can build trust. Yep. And when Josh and I first got together, this is actually what I was, goes right into my next point. So when Josh and I first got together, there was a thing of trust that, uh, many of you that know our story, I knew Josh back when I was like 18, I think he was 21 when we first met and I was dating one of his friends at the time and I knew who he was back then, which he wasn't a very trustworthy person back then, not to be in a relationship with anyway. Oh. And so when him and I, over the course of the years, I mean, I think I was like 31 
<laughs> Rob, I don't feel it's controlling. She can know whatever she, she wants. wants. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. But it works in your marriage. You know, yeah. that's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. <laughs> so funny. That's what the Josh was saying. But when we first got together, trust was a huge thing that we had to work really, really hard in our relationship to build up. Because I knew him when I was 18 and I think I was 31 when we started actually dating each other. And... I didn't trust him. And I, I actually had people that working against our relationship too, people that never wanted us together. That was trying to sabotage it. So what happened was when we got uh, life 360, we had all of our kids on it. We had ourselves on it. It, you know, would do crash impact. If somebody was in an accident and tell you we had roadside assistance, all of these things, yep. it worked out really well for us. And I travel for my job, like all over the state, not out of state, but all over the state too. And I'm constantly going to every area of the state. I liked Josh knowing where I was in case something happened to me, you know? So that was another reason too. But the main reason was trust. And after like two or three years, probably five years. The same five years. We really worked yeah. through a lot of it. I mean, it took like yeah, five pro years. Probably five or six years. Yeah. I would so say the whole point to me is maybe in a relationship, when you start out with your spouse, there is some trust that you need to build up for one reason or the other, right? Maybe you guys need to start out doing something that you aren't going to do for the rest of your relationship. Like I just said, I don't ever check his location anymore. It's, it's very, very rare unless I call him, can't get a hold of him. And I knew he was supposed to be home. Then I'm like, what the crap? And I may look and then be like, Oh, he's at the church or wherever. Yeah. Um, but it takes time to build that up. And if you guys are committed to each other, maybe you need to put fail safes in place more, uh, things that may seem controlling or may seem overly sharing in the beginning to get to a point where you can fully trust each other. Cause now people would be like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys do all of that stuff. It took five years. And now we've been together for 13 years and our marriage is like super strong. We have great communication. I trust him more than I've ever trusted anyone. And that is a huge feat, a huge, huge feat, uh, when it comes to, especially being a male. And, uh, I, so I just appreciate everything that he worked for. For me. Well, we both were willing and still are willing for all of these things to not be considered secrecy items. Yeah. Right? Like email and I mean, as simple as like having a joint calendar, you know, yeah. like, you know, who you meeting with, you know, she'll tell me like, hey, I'm at work. I mean, Christy has, you know, is a, in a directorial role. So she has a lot of people that are under her and she has to go on ride alongs with people. And most of them are men. Most are men. Most are men. And she always lets me know like, hey, this is who I'm with. But she has no problem me coming into her work and meeting everybody. Yeah. And it doesn't come for us. It's never a controlling thing. It's more of a comfort thing. So it doesn't feel like there's any secrecy because life gets busy and sometimes we forget to say things, right? Yeah. I say the same thing at church all the time. Please, at the, you know, as a staff member, don't hand my phone number out to women. It happened today in our uh, staff meeting today. Uh, someone needed to be contacted throughout the church and in my department and the lead pastor already knows my rule. He says, hey, do me a favor. This is a female. Can you please have your wife call her? Yeah. You know, automatically they know the rules. Like everybody, we've made it very, very clear. These are our boundaries. Nobody else has to like them, but they have to respect them because they're ours. And it removes any secrecy feeling. I don't feel like we have any level of secrecy in our marriage mm -mm. about anything. No, I'll use today as an example. So on the way home, I'm usually telling him about my day. 
Um, and I'm like, oh, it was a good day and I need a refresher because a lot of times I have meeting, 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 and I don't remember all of them. And I'm just, you know, I'm using all my words. I'm female. I'm using all my words that I use for the day. I use them all up. There's no words left at the end of the day. And so I'm talking about them. And then he comes in here to do the setup for the podcast. And I end up calling one of uh, my employees to talk to them about this resume, long story short, that bounced around between people. And I used, ends up coming out that um, I used to work with this person. I kind of knew him. I went on LinkedIn and was seeing like what it was saying on LinkedIn. Of course he saw, I looked at his LinkedIn and he messaged me today and was asking me about the position and said, Hey, can you just call me? Cause I applied for this position, which I knew cause we had his resume. Can you just call me and explain it to me? And I forgot to tell Josh about that. Right. So I called him on my way home. I was talking to him. Secrecy. <laughs> But then I had to call uh, one of my employees and say, hey, I'd like you to contact this guy, interview him. Just tell me what you think because he would be reporting to you. And this is the long story. I got it. But while I was telling Nolly that, I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't tell him about that, which I can tell him about that after the podcast. She just did. You just well, Kind of. It's a much longer story. Yeah. I didn't. Is there somebody the that I know? No. Oh, okay. No. All right. It was, um, he, we only worked together for like six months. He was like ending when I was starting at D'Amber. Gotcha. So that's the point, right? Like we can sit here even during the middle of doing a live podcast and we can talk about things that go on within a relationship. I'm not concerned about it. Uh, because our communication is open enough to where I don't feel like there's something that's being omitted or, you know, in, put into a secrecy area to keep it away from or caused or called into privacy. So what did Rob say? Rob says, our past marriages play a role in our opinions on GPS tracking. That we makes honestly sense. never have to wonder where each other are because of our communication. That does make sense. Mm -hmm. You have to do what works best for your own relationships. You honestly do. But the thing is, is you need to have this conversation. This conversation yeah. we're talking about is about privacy and secrecy. Okay, let's figure it out then, right? You guys apparently have had these discussions and you guys have worked through these discussions and that's why it's important. You know, guys, it's August. <laughs> well, because of our sweatshirts, probably. <laughs> We're indoors. You've been to our house before. Okay, we like it cool in here. He likes it cool in here. <laughs> she Not does too. Me. Don't let her fool you. We Only go to bed sleeping. at night and she's Only like, sleeping. she falls asleep. Three minutes later, she's like, who? It is on fire in here. I'm like, no, it's not. Only when I'm sleeping. So. If I'm awake, I'm cold. <laughs> for the final point, number three. Number three. What about balancing it, right? Let's talk about balancing secrecy and privacy. I think we just did. I think we I th tried to, yeah. <laughs> Communication, think, right? I think you need to talk about it in what, yeah. I mean, when it, when it gets hard is when one spouse, like Josh alluded to earlier, when one spouse is saying, no, I consider this all my private stuff. And another spouse is, your, your spouse is feeling like you're hiding stuff from them. That's when it really, you guys really need to sit down and have some hard conversations. And there's some compromises that need to come in. Because the the goal, the ultimate goal is for you guys to trust each other. And to have trust in your marriage. And if you're not willing to give a little to make your spouse feel a little bit more trusting um, and willing to trust you, then... I don't understand why people wouldn't want that. Like what type of marriage are you going to have if you're not willing to build and do compromises to earn the trust? So a lot like Carrie and Rob that are on here and they're saying, we don't do this. We're both fine with it. That's great. It's when you, the spouses don't agree Yeah. that that's when the real work comes in yeah. because you guys really need to sit down and 
and come to some kind type of agreement. You cannot be at odds with your spouse for your entire life. That's awful. No, no, no. It doesn't work, right? No. We know that it doesn't work. We coached a couple one time that uh, there was some, in their previous relationships, there was some infidelity. And so the guy was super uncomfortable with uh, the, the wife uh, being out and doing things and all these things. So what he did is he installed cameras inside the home and he was able to look and watch these, the footage at any one time in any room that he wanted at any time, basically inside the house. Yeah. Excuse me. Basically inside the house, anytime that he wanted to basically just look and check on his wife to make sure she's there and not doing something wrong. Now that's an invasion of privacy. That is, <laughs> see, that is a major invasion of privacy, right? That is control. That, that is control at its highest <laughs> to level. Us. It is like, okay, you guys have a much bigger thing you need to work on. Like, is you're trusting things. Okay. Being able to just sit and watch your spouse whenever you want, you still don't trust her because otherwise you'd be able to remove those cameras, right? You wouldn't have to like Christy's saying, she doesn't have to check my location anymore. Right. She has it available if she wants to do it, but it's not like she's constantly checking it all the time. That's not the point of it. It's not like I'm eating popcorn. I'm just like watching him on the map. Right. And I think it's important though, that when we talk about this is that, we have to get to a point, like she's saying, it's it, okay. Like, are we doing things for control? Are we doing things because we really are trying to build trust within our relationships? You know, what truly is considered privacy within your marriage and what's considered secrecy? And if you can't come to uh, a decision on what works best for both of you in your marriage, you're going to have to find somebody, right? A counselor, a coach, someone that's going to come in the middle of your relationship and help coach you through so you guys can find some balance within that. Because you have to find balance in privacy and secrecy. Because there's nothing more in a relationship, especially when you're talking about second, third, fourth marriages, where people are like, I'm grown, okay? I've been through this already. I'm not doing this again. I'm going to do things the way that I want to do them. And then expect to have a great marriage. And it just doesn't work like that. It doesn't. Well, that's single. That's called being single. <laughs> it is called being single. <laughs> it's having an expectation on something that is unfair for it to actually prosper, grow, and turn into something wonderful and functional. And it doesn't work like that. And mm -hmm. so privacy and secrecy are hard topics anyway. They're just hard topics. I mean- And what each of them mean to each Yeah, couple. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you have to find a common ground that works for both of you. I mean, Robin Carey just said it. I mean, it's a beautiful one. Because yeah. you and I are like, I think every couple should GPS each other just yeah. out of comfort and trust. Yeah but it doesn't mean they have to, right. right? So that's the beautiful thing about a relationship. But if you guys have these conversations, you find comfort and you feel trusted in these conversations of understanding the difference between privacy and secrecy and how you can balance it within your marriage, your marriage for a fact will, will grow deeper in trust, which is ultimately what we're trying to do. Yeah, and I really like it for other reasons now because I will check everybody's location if I hear police sirens yeah. or or fire truck sirens or ambulance or anything for out. I mean, I am like checking everybody's location to see if they're okay. We still have our daughter's location. She's 26 years old, married, <laughs> and has a child. Okay. We still have her location. Yeah. She doesn't care. Yeah. She don't care. Yeah. She's like, what do I have to hide? I don't have nothing to hide. Not like we're on there checking it all the time. Like, Ooh, I'm yeah, telling no. everybody like, you know, you were at the bar or whatever. You know, like, as we a don't, parent, don't as care. soon as you hear all them sirens and stuff, you're like, <gasps> Yeah. You know, you think like, is it my spouse? Is it one of my kids? Like yeah. all of these things. And yeah. it's just like quickly get on and check it. And I'm like, okay, it's not. I'm good. Yeah. I don't feel like e either one of us really suffer with trying to control one or the other person though. No. I don't feel like that's ever been an issue. I think we have control issues. Correct. But not with each other. Correct. Yeah. So.
maybe with you, we have control issues, but not with each other, <laughs> which is really good. So that works for our marriage, right? So yeah. as a way of review, right? Number one is the role of privacy, right? Well, how does privacy play a role in your marriage? What's that look like to you specifically between you and your spouse? And then number two is the impact of secrecy. How is secrecy invading your marriage? In what ways is it invading your marriage? And how is it impacting it? In what ways can you solve that? And then the third thing is balancing it out which is the ultimate goal. That's how we build trust is understanding what the definition of privacy and secrecy is in your marriage and how can you guys find balance so you can create true trust and grow from there. Amen. Right? Yeah. All right. Anything you want to close on? No. All right. Nobody answered what you should do about tonsil stones though. (laughs) Like you probably never heard of it like us. I'm very hurt. They're like Google it. That's what everybody's response I'm gonna, is. I'm going to, as soon as we stop. Doing oh, we this are. Podcast. We're going to be on Google MDs coming up. Like, we should do that live for the next four <laughs> hours. She's going to be Google MD in it. Whole thing. How do you remove your own tonsil rocks or whatever they're called? Tonsil stones. <laughs> there we go. Tonsil rocks and stones. All right. Thank you guys so much for being here. We hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't had a chance yet, you're still on live, hit share for us, please. Helps get us out in there. And also, if you haven't had a chance to check us out on TikTok, Check us out on TikTok. Ooh. You can go to joshandchristy.com and there's a link to TikTok right on there. There's so you can find so us. Many things. And I think we're just Josh and Christy on TikTok. Yeah. We're pretty much Josh and Christy on everything else. Instagram, all that stuff. Instagram, YouTube, the Facebook, Instagram, yeah, all that stuff. So, but TikTok, right? We were looking at growing our TikTok page so we can start going live on TikTok. But Ooh. we got to have we have to have a certain amount of followers on there to be able to do that. So, no harm, no foul if you could start following YouTube, us on that. Spotify, all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's we have lots and lots and lots of stuff. Never heard of tonsil stones. Oh, Kay Carrie's never heard of them. See, there you go. Man. <clears throat> she needs to hit the Google too. Man, of course I would get that. She has one of them. It's little. It's well, fine. I mean, I had went at regular bunion surgery, and I was alert to the crap, and ended up almost losing my foot. We won't have the same lady do her tonsil stones that did her bunion surgery, and we'll be safe. It wasn't her fault. Okay. Thank you guys so much for being here. We'll see you next week at 7 p.m. on Tuesday. Sharp. Bye. Bye. (laughs) We mean bye. We mean bye.